Wisconsin's wildfire season didn't do as much damage as it did last year, but that may change as dry conditions continue statewide. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. DNR's wildlife prevention specialist Catherine Cooley says that usually the wildfire season ends over Memorial Day weekend as things green up. But since we haven't had it rain in over a week, conditions are ripe for flames. You know, in terms of, you know, the the traditional wildfire season in Wisconsin, you know, we're about average, um, in fact, even below average, just because of the late snowfall that we had in the northern part of the state. So typically fire season starts in the south and it progressively moves north as that snow cover disappears. With that late snow melt in the north, our fire numbers seem to be down. However, we are entering kind of a dry period here and we haven't had a decent rain statewide soaking rain in the last 10 days. So normally when we say that our fire season has ended, it's usually by Memorial Day. And that's typically due to the fact that uh, vegetation has fully greened up. And when we have that green vegetation, wildfires are less likely to, to spread and have rapid fire growth. So now we're kind of seeing this little bit of a dry stretch and we might see some of that vegetation starting to dry out again, which could make it more vulnerable to a wildfire. How many acres are we usually talking that burn in a year? So on average, Wisconsin sees about 1,000 fires every year, and we burn about 3,000 acres typically. So our fires are pretty small. They usually range from about one to two acres. So we get to them very quickly, and that's primarily because we have a rapid fire response, our suppression equipment, and our local fire departments get on them very quickly as well. We do have structures lost. We usually lose about 30 to 40 structures every year, but we are down from that this year, due again, due to that late snowfall that we had in the north. What's usually the cause of a wildfire? What's usually throwing that spark? So the number one cause of wildfires in Wisconsin are related to people. So 98% of our fires are caused by, by people. And the good news is that means that they can be prevented. So a lot of folks, especially in the springtime, after that snow cover disappears, they're you know, raking up their yard, leaves, uh, pine needles, brush, and then they choose to burn those materials about a third of our fires are caused by debris burning, unfortunately. And the key here is to know what that fire danger is, obtain proper burning permits, and then follow the rules on that burn permit. Uh, A lot of folks will get a burn permit and then they they don't read it. You know, they think the piece of paper is all they need. But there's some really good safety tips on there as well. And really know what that fire danger is because it can change from day to day, especially in the spring. So burning brush in the spring can lead to wildfires. But now that we're past Memorial Day weekend, everyone's in travel summer mode, taking their campers, RVs, ATVs, and boats to their weekend destinations, and having campfires, which I imagine can be another risk. So anything that can cause a spark can cause a wildfire, and that includes, you know, campfires, uh, fireworks, um, even, you know, dragging chains from your your boat trailer um, along a, a, a dry roadside. So anything that can cause that spark can cause a wildfire. You know, obviously the, the big thing, you know, is if you are going to be operating equipment that can cause a spark, and this can be, you know, chainsaw, operating a chainsaw for firewood, farming equipment, logging equipment, you know, hot exhaust systems parked on dry grass. We would highly recommend that if you're going to use those, uh, that type of machinery, that you do it early in the morning um, or late in the day. Um, avoid those peak burn times. Our peak burn times are really that kind of noon to about 4 o'clock that's when we can really see a lot of rapid fire growth. Have a fire extinguisher handy. If you can, try to put it out right away. 
If you feel like, you know, it's an unsafe situation, certainly down 911 immediately. And allowing the fire professionals to get on those fires very quickly um, can minimize fire growth and keep everyone safe, especially if vegetation continues to dry out. Catherine, going back to what you said earlier, the late snowmelt this year helped with our wildfire numbers in Wisconsin. But last year, we saw a record amount of wildfires. If we look at the past 10 years or so, what's the overall trend that you're seeing? We're actually seeing a decline in wildfires over the last 10 years, as opposed to kind of the 30-year average. So that, that is good news. Um, we are seeing more shade-tolerant species which are less likely to burn um, in wildfires. So, you know, the the landscape has certainly changed. Also, maybe it has something to do with the fact that we have a lot of citizen reporting. You know, a lot of people have cell phones in their pocket. We're getting technology has allowed us to communicate the fire danger to the public. You know, instantly we have social media. So getting the word out um, and letting people know that conditions are elevated certainly does make a difference. Can you give us an idea of the DNR's role in wildfire prevention? So our biggest thing is uh, burning permits. Um, burning permits really do prevent wildfires. Um, I think, you know, of all the, the burn permits that we know, the fires that we have, you know, there's a very, very small percentage of people that uh, obtain a burning permit and then cause a wildfire. So that's really good news. So the, the key there is to really make sure that you follow the, the, the safety tips on the burn permit and we do have daily burn restrictions by county, statewide, in DNR protection areas. Um, and if you have any questions, you know, talk to local fire officials. We can help. So if you have questions about how to make your, your fire more safe, certainly do that. We can provide you with some safety tips. We also have access to other resources. So all of our fire departments, we work very closely with them to help us with structure protection. And then we also have, you know, move resources across the state in areas of high fire danger. So in the south, southern part of the state is a, a lower risk. We move resources to, no, to the north and vice versa. And then we also work with our, our partners in the Great Lakes region. And we have access to air tankers and the Wisconsin National Guard, Blackhawk helicopters. So if, if things seem to dry out going in the future, we will have access to those resources as well. You mm-hmm. mentioned technology being useful in citizen reporting and, and mm-hmm. getting a handle on those fires early. What about technology in, in fighting fires? Have we seen improvements or changes there? We have a, what we call an individual forest fire reporting system, uh, which allows us to track all of our resources across the state. So we know exactly how many dozers, how many engines, um, how many aircraft, and where our air- aircraft are located. And we have a command center in Madison uh, where we track all the resources across the state. It's a really neat feature allows us to know in pre-position equipment, um, know where those vacancies are, or if we're seeing increased activity, we kind of shift things across the state. And then it also tracks all of our wildfires as well. So we know we can see those trends. It allows me to do my job so I can know, like, you know, how many fires are being caused by this particular cause this week. If we're seeing, you know, we need to increase the, the messaging related to fireworks fires around the 4th of July. It's a really neat way to have a database and see these trends um, over the years. What does it cost to fight a wildfire? So the average cost of fighting a wildfire in Wisconsin is about $1,000. And this really depends on suppression resources used. So, you know, if we bring a, uh, a dozer or an engine uh, for a one- or two-acre fire, this could cost you about $1,000. And we do bill for suppression costs if you are found responsible for causing that fire. 
There's another incentive to not be responsible for starting a wildfire because you could be faced with a fine. Catherine Cooley along with us, Wisconsin DNR's wildfire prevention specialist. She reminds us to keep an eye on the changing fire danger this week as the state faces a high risk of wildfire due to the current dry spell we're in. Avoid burning debris piles until after a good rain and operate your chainsaw, lawnmower, ATV or tractor in the morning or later in the day. This avoids throwing a spark during peak burn times. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.